Steven Zone is a podcast that talks about anything from travel, food, people, and just everything else that's happening around you. So no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, and no matter what you're listening with, this is for you. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Steven Zone. And today we have a very special episode that I have prepared for everyone. And it's because I won't be alone on this episode. We have been graced by one of my friends to be here with us today and talk about our topic today and answer the question, should I still go to school given this pandemic? How about you? If you are a student right now, and if you are a student and listening to our show, are you at school right now? Or should you go to school this coming next semester? Because it's a very big question to all of our students and also much more to their parents. Because is it really worth going to school in this pandemic where everything is just online? So again, let me introduce to you our guest for today. This is our very first interview episode. And we're very lucky and honored because even if it's just our second episode, we already have a person who agreed to be with us today for an interview. And she is one of my professors during college when I was still in La Saldasma. And she handles different classes in computer studies department. And she was my professor at Discrete Mathematics when I was taking up my computer science degree. And without further ado, let me introduce to you my professor and my friend, Ma'am Cheryl Kamantide. Hi, Ma'am Cheryl. Hi, Seven. Good evening. Good okay. evening, Ma'am Cheryl, and welcome to Steven Zone. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. It's oh, an thank honor. You. Thank you for the honor to be here, Ms. Cheryl. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. And I guess you're the best person to introduce yourself. Can you please tell us about yourself and tell the audience who you are? Ah uh, yes, uh addition to what you have said, um I'm still connected to connected with the LSL University Das Marinas and actually we're having our online classes for uh the last almost three semesters ongoing now because mm-hmm. of this pandemic. And um right now I'm taking the path to computer science because our department has um, two um, offerings, BIT mm-hmm. and computer science. So I'm now included in the pool of CS teachers and um, I'm really happy that I am going back to my roots because I was also a computer science graduate. Mm-hmm. That's what I took during my undergrad. That's awesome. How long have you been teaching, Ma'am Cheryl? Actually, 
I'm really, I'm really, um, I just found out because wow. we were we were awarded the 10 years last like uh 2017 and you know uh-huh. the, the faculty night schedule is scheduled. It's sort of like if your 10 years is in 20 um 2011, so mm-hmm. then it will be celebrated 2012, something like that. Because oh, yes, a year later, yeah, something. Like remember that. our faculty night? Yes. Of course, of course. Yes. So I just found out I think this June or July is going to be my 20th year. 20th year. Yes. Wow, that is awesome. Two decades of teaching. Yes. How do you feel about it, Ms. Cheryl? Of course, it's obviously an accomplishment. But aside from that, what about 20 years in the academy? It's It's been... It's been very, very fruitful for me. I suppose um, it's 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 my source of you know my fulfillment as a person. Uh, I'm here. Uh, it it just saddens me that uh, we have to go through this pandemic. It's mm-hmm. like it's like it's not 20 years com- complete mm-hmm. per se because the last gotcha. semesters have been you know not face to face. So, but exactly. I, I will. But I'm always thankful for the 20 mm-hmm. And we are thankful to be part of a few years of those 20, Mom Cheryl. Yes. I You've believe. been a very good teacher to us. Not just because you're my friend, but real talk, you were. <laughs> yes, I can still remember our classroom in of the old course. building. <laughs> ERH. Yes. <laughs> And Mom Cheryl, now that you're a teacher, let's go back. Um, how was school to you? How important what was it for you to go to school when you were younger? When I was younger, I just really knew that it's important. It's important to study. It's important mm-hmm. to be educated. And as I, you know, grew, um, going from you know, I was able to, <laughs> I was able to, to enroll in kindergarten <laughs> because <laughs> during our time, not everyone has the opportunity to. Oh, I know. Yes. I know. Some of them are the high school. Right. Yes. So it's been a great journey, and then mm-hmm. from then on, even elementary, elementary, those were the, you know, the hard days mm-hmm. uh, of our life as a family and then mm. high school and then oh I remember in high school I really said to myself I can't not go to college <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to I need to go so that that's the only way we can beat poverty so it was mm-hmm. like um school was really very important it was the top priority exactly exactly so um since it was your or something that that you told yourself when you were in high school that there's just no choice but to go to school but personally did you really like school I mean did you like the experience of going to school yes I suppose I'm very um, lucky to have not to have no uh, bad experience when it comes to school it was like before um 
things that are really regarded now as something that is you know heavy like bullying mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. I, I can still remember myself being bullied during elementary days you know giving <laughs> rhyme uh, sort of thing to your uh, name or your, your yeah surname something like that but um, all in all maybe it was because of my classmates or maybe it was because of some teachers Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was a good experience, you know. It mm-hmm. it, it it was um very very fruitful whenever whenever you're in school, whenever I was in school, or whenever I am in school because I'm still in school. <laughs> <laughs> You've been at school for almost forty years now, having your your student yes. days. Yes, that's true. Um, Mom Cheryl. What can you say as as a person? What are the changes that you see when it comes to schooling during your time and during the time before the pandemic? I mean, the present days, but not talking about the context of the pandemic. What's the difference between your time and now? For me, it was really um, the, the, the emergence of the 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 gadgets the technologies that we have right now because mm-hmm. i was born in an era where um there was there were still no mobile phones mm-hmm. and uh there were still no laptops so i guess i can say that i was able to enjoy every minute of my my you know youth and being a college student mm-hmm. just just because we didn't have gadgets before and we don't have social media by that I time. agree. Yeah. I it, agree. it was really different in all mm. aspects. Yeah. In everything, not just in school, but also in life as a student. It's yes. way different before. Yes. I can relate to that too, Mom Cheryl. Yeah, yeah because uh, now, presently, I'm teaching social issues and professional practice. Um. Mm-hmm. We were just reviewing the social social context, and 30 years ago it was just email. 20 years ago it was you know because the internet became very popular in 1995. Mm-hmm. So it was we we had nothing, no no distraction at that time. So mm-hmm. it it was it was really different. I agree. Right now, it's a mix of advantages and disadvantages that technology is with us today. But of course, as we know, responsible use of technology is the key to harnessing all of its advantages. But at the same time, we just can't um, we just can't resist um, the temptation of um, having or doing having more time spent on the entertainment side of technology rather than using it as a tool for learning. So I agree. And me, Mom Cheryl, if I could share also during my time when we were your students before when we were in college, um, I can say that we were in that transition period. Yes. Um, Cell phones during that time already? Yeah, uh, mm. we do have it already, but those are the emergence of the first colored cell phone screens. Oh, but yeah. we, not all of us have internet connection with our phones, so it was kind of hard. Mm. But at the same time, you were right because um, 
we can only do uh, researches while we are um, how do we say this? While we are somewhere that we can have a computer or access to a computer. So yeah. if we don't have that, like for example, on a classroom, there's just less distraction and we get to focus more on the lesson that the teacher is telling us rather than having smartphones that, that have games and all of this um, other apps that could distract the students while they're studying. So. Yeah. They are very, uh, right now the students are very uh, lucky that they have an easier access to more information that, they could help, that could help them in school. But at the same time, it comes with the price of having also the access for distractions or exactly. distractions. I agree with that, yes. I can still remember myself, you know, having to put out projectors and then put out acetates for my Oh, lessons. yes, Michelle, Mom Cheryl. I still remember you doing that also to some of our classes in discrete mathematics. But most of the time, one thing that I will never forget is right now, most people are using TVs as projectors or um, projectors that are... Um, how do I say that? Connected directly to their laptops. But you, Mom Cheryl, I will never forget that you always use the chalkboard for us in doing our activities. And um, what do you call that table, Mom Cheryl? The one when we do proving identities? Is that something like that? Yes, that, that's the logical equivalence table. Logical. Yep, the logical yes. equivalence table. I yes. still have that index card in my book, Mom Cheryl. <laughs> Yes, you know, you will never forget the Morgans. <laughs> Absolutely. And the modest Stalin stuff, something like yes. that. <laughs> um, talking about the, that difference, um, um, Cheryl, um, now that we have the uh, technology nowadays, we can have access to any information that we need and what we even want, not just need. Do you think it is still relevant to go to school. I mean, why would you even enroll on uh, and pay tuition if you can learn by yourself using an internet? Um, is, is school still relevant? Yes, I, I suppose. I think if we're not in the pandemic, we're, we're still go to the schools and the universities. It mm -hmm. is still very relevant. Um, the discipline that it teaches and uh, the it's it's right that you can you can let's say google anything <laughs> and everything but um i think it's the the setup or the setting wherein you learn with your classmates you <laughs> have you have your teacher there who facilitates the learning um I think nothing can replace that, not even the technology that we have right now. But uh, given that we are in this situation, we have to adopt. That's why, as much as possible, we are trying mm -hmm. to rec we are trying to recreate the the atmosphere of the classroom inside our learning Beautiful. management system, whatever Beautiful we have, words. whatever mm -hmm. we have right now. Yeah, but I I think. Schools will always be relevant. Going mm -hmm. to school will always be relevant. It, I, I can, I can say, I can tell the difference now with my students because um, when you know that you're going to school, 
that's that's the first motivation. Wake mm-hmm. up early, you prepare, you eat your breakfast, and then you're excited to go and see your classmates in school, even your that teachers. Mm-hmm. But it has changed because of this pandemic. But I I'd really, really want to see my 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 co-teachers, my co-faculty, <laughs> my my students after this pandemic, or if if it's okay to have face-to-face classes again. I agree. Only when it's safe. Yes. Only and... when it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Given that we are now on this pandemic, and I really like that word that you said. The word is recreate. Mm-hmm. To recreate the classroom experience virtually. Because of that is a very challenge in itself, right? But the technology at the same time aids us to make that um, a possibility that we can ex- have the key experiences in the classroom virtually even right at their homes um but aside from that mom cheryl the you have mentioned um being away from other people being mm-hmm. away from classmates and co-teachers aside mm-hmm. from that what are the challenges when it comes to education in this time of pandemic you know what there's a lot there are things that you haven't seen or noticed before when there was regular school that you see when you are at home. Mm-hmm. I, my, I myself, even as a teacher, I am challenged. So when I am challenged, I also think of my students, how challenged they are. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is the internet connection for my students. Now mm-hmm. I realize that a lot of my students are going to school because the school offers the most fast internet that they can have access to. Um, it's different when you're at home. You don't have like 100 Mbps speed at home. And oh, that is it's, true. Yes, it's really, it's really different. That is really one, one uh, problem or challenge mm-hmm. that I, I was able to realize. Because there was also a time that one of my students uh, was asking for a modular format for her. I mean... Mm-hmm. Because she won't be able to um, co- uh, attend classes online because online. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the twenty first century, and yet the place where she lives doesn't offer um, any fast internet or any provider that was oh able my. to penetrate their uh, place. So it's really it's really very hard for her. And oh uh, what's what's um. What's sad about it is that uh, she was really performing very well during oh. the time that that there was um, face-to-face classes. That's hard, Miss, because no matter um, this, these are challenges that um, no matter how much money you have, if you don't have that key access to having that inter- internet connection to your home. You just can't do something about that problem, right? Yes, that oh, is that's true. very challenging. That is true. Actually, even if you can pay the monthly bills for it, but yes. if you don't have the lines that would take internet to your home, then it won't be possible. Oh my! Yes, that's why they say everyone's really affected by this, you know, pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if 
you're rich, you're poor, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's mm-hmm. affected. Everybody's affected. Yes. Aside from that, no, Cheryl, is is there another challenge aside from internet connection? Well, now I also realize that most of my students are also relying on their computers in the laboratory and they don't oh. have computers at home. Yes. Oh, um, that's so hard. Yes. Um, some of them really doesn't have the means to buy their own laptops or their personal computers or desktops. That's why it's really very hard for them. That's another challenge. Actually, <laughs> I'm guilty because um, <laughs> as a teacher, um, I know that it is also a must for me to have my own laptop. But then, mm-hmm. for me, it was like, you know, practically living in school because um, I just leave school whenever everything's done or I don't have mm-hmm. to access computer. So, I don't have a laptop before this pandemic happened. But then, mm-hmm. I had to buy one for, for this setup. So, it's really a challenge. Oh, I remember. I yes. remember. Yes. Yes. Especially not... Um, how do I say this? Especially that the school are not the ones that provide laptops for the faculty, right? You have to yeah. look, use your own. Yes, that is true. Um, it it it's just fortunate that I, as a teacher, can have you know the capacity to buy one at that mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, but my students, they they really. They're really the ones who are, you know, suffering much with this pandemic. That's hard. Yes. It's given that, mm-hmm. given that, Mom Cheryl, uh, the challenges when it comes to resources, um, is there, are there special techniques that you do to make um, the life of your students and even your life as a teacher while you teach? A little bit easier given all of these challenges. Yes. Actually, you know, I really commend the the the, the school administrators for putting up a lot of effort into thinking um, about the the welfare of their students and the welfare oh. of their faculty. Yeah, they launched this uh, care program for everyone. Um one that I remember is to provide um, loans for 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 faculty who oh, need to buy. Yes, and for students to have, they they gave away free uh, pocket Wi-Fi for first year students. Wow! Yes, wow. Mm, yes. Uh, that is to aid them, you know, when it comes to internet connection. If if mm-hmm. if. If for that instance or for that time they were not able to have a connection, um, for for the practices, uh, let's say for example when it comes to teaching, it is also fortunate that the school was able to uh, tie up with a learning management system that is very efficient mm-hmm. in NeoLMS, and um, but even. Even before this pandemic, we were already using this, what we regard as school book. So, oh, yeah. yes, uh, we didn't have a hard time in um, pra- uh, in practically, um, it's like migrating from face-to-face to this online learning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the school provided a lot of trainings for us so that we will be aided uh, on how to teach online. That is that is very important because um, it's very nice that uh, the university um, extends what is needed um, and what is more than what is just expected for all of you as faculty. Um, it's good to hear that even the students they provide um, additional how do I say this additional care or additional resources for them. You can um, not just connect with each other, but also at the same time, as you said, that the school is offering trainings so that also you can maximize those resources that you have in, um, in creating a resourceful classroom experience for the students. Yes. Um, you know what? Um, we're um, subscribed to Microsoft Office 365 so that if students doesn't have them you know at home they can still use these microsoft office products and there are a lot of products that goes with it so it, it it's really a big help for everyone and we also mm-hmm. consider those people or those parents who lost their jobs you know it's oh. it's really it's really a challenge not to be able to um still enroll and have your kids still go to school during this time it's really mm-hmm. a big struggle there was we have i have students like um they were my students before the pandemic but mm-hmm. during this pandemic they were not able to continue so yeah that, mom cheryl mm-hmm. um since we touched about parents um, there are a few well we all have friends that are also parents right they also have children that goes to school mm-hmm. um, one thing I hear from those parents sadly or um, is that some of them have a lot of complaints mm-hmm. complaints about the teachers of their children mm-hmm. like um, given in this pandemic they, I hear a lot of bad things from parents as mm-hmm. they talk about the teachers of their of their children. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any message to the parents as to as to how are how do I say this? How teachers are in this pandemic? Uh, yes. Um, we also have to remember that teachers are also parents <laughs> some teachers are also parents you know they also have children to attend to mm. and some of these some of these children are also going to school so um, we have to remember the case before is like you know you drop your kids to school and the teacher is mm-hmm. the one responsible for them but now it's a different scenario so mm-hmm. you also have to understand know where your teachers are coming from exactly yes um we also have to you know me personally because i'm still single um i still don't uh, have the responsibility of of taking care of children at home mm-hmm. who are studying but i have i live with my parents and so my parents are seniors both senior citizens mm-hmm. and it's really difficult you know to 
to um, be able to it's like now there's a mix you're inside your home you're gonna have to teach you're gonna have to study you're gonna have to concentrate but at the same time it's like when you walk out your out of your room you see mm-hmm. your parents and then you all need to eat you all need to do stuff you all need to do um household chores chores mm-hmm. so it's really different now i realize that's the reason why we have universities and schools where we can facilitate learning because <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes, we have our... to segregate it yes we, we have to focus we have to so so that's my message to the parents but i know that parents are also really having a hard time that's why they can say that and um to note also sometimes they are complaining because their their sons and daughters are doing a lot mm-hmm. but um they also have to take it to consideration that teachers doesn't realize this that they're all uh, they're, they're all um bombarded with a lot of tasks mm-hmm. me personally i i i don't bombard my students with a lot of of uh, assessments because mm-hmm. I, i know that it's really difficult but sometimes you know you really have to put up with it because it it, it it's also what is happening when we have face to face Uh, perhaps it's just really difficult that we are in this situation but um for me um i am praying that they also uh find time and give time mm-hmm. to their sons and daughters to to um see them help them um mm-hmm. Because um, even at least check on those students and their children, right? Yes, yes. It's it, it's really it's really um difficult. But um going back uh, as a message, I, I just hope that uh, they also um they also find time to yeah, like what you said um ask them um be with them or support them something like that. But it, mm-hmm. but it's really difficult, you know. There are a lot of things that I realize more, because um, this is where socialization is very important. Now I mm-hmm. understand why we have to 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 meet with other persons personally, to chat with them, you know, physically, um, not just online. It, it's it's giving us a balance. And uh, now I am thinking about my students. What if these students are the ones who, who are, who are introvert or who really needs their friends to be with them, or who doesn't talk to their parents that much often, and they're stuck now at home, and they don't have a choice. So they they need an outlet. So exactly, I just want these parents to check on their. You know their kids very yeah. much, especially now that they have more time with their children. I hope that I know it could be tiring at at, at times, and even yeah. even I, if they are the parents to the students, I'm sure um, they get they also get tired of seeing each other's faces. But yeah. <laughs> they should. I agree with what you said. They should find time and efforts, not 
even to facilitate because some some children are already uh, very independent when it comes to learning yes, but at least check on them if they if the students need something from them or at least um, check how they are doing with school I'm sure the students would really appreciate that yes especially during this time That's especially true. during this time exactly yes. and also I'm sure if I could also add as a message to the uh, parents um, mm-hmm. I know you have already touched about this school system or this um, education system in the middle of pandemic could also be a challenge not just to the teachers and the students but also to the parents mm-hmm. because especially for the parents of younger uh, students mm-hmm. they would have to exert more effort in teaching and facilitating learning for the students but yeah. i would also just like to add that teachers are also people teachers are also they also have a life of their yes. own just as you said some teachers are also parents some yes. teachers are also children mm-hmm. to um elder parents so being a parent they should also understand that Especially if they are working, if they are working, they have these uh, different personas in their life. They are a doctor and also they are a parent. They yes. are a doctor and they are also a children, right? Yes. So they are also different professions. As a parent, they should also understand that teachers also have another persona, and it's yeah. not that is true. It's not the fact that the teacher is just a teacher. No, teachers can also be. All other things. Teachers can also be a student. Teachers also can be a parent. Teacher can also be anything else yes. other than just being a teacher. Yes. Sometimes all at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Even yes. If you're, exactly. if you're a teacher and you're a parent and you're also <laughs> picking up your PhD, so you're a student. <laughs> That's <a> true. <laughs> yes. So everything is included. It's hard. And you yes. know what? Some of them even have sidelines because they can't uh, just pay for their tu- uh, PhD tuition with just teaching alone. So they have yes. to do side businesses so imagine how hard it is it's hard for everyone they, all we need to do is understand each other because nobody is having it harder or yeah i think some people are having it harder than you are or something harder than i am uh how hard it is for me but at the same time we should also uh, understand that in other aspects it's also harder for that other person than how hard it is for you. Yes. That's why I always try to remind my students that when it's good, you know, as a Lasallian school, you, you can relate to this. Um, mm-hmm. face, face-to-face, we start our class with a prayer. So that's, exactly. That's what I also do, even online. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. That's um, very good, Miss. Because this is a time to be kind. <laughs> this is a time... <laughs> This is a time to, you know, realize that we're in a pandemic, uh, life's too short. I mean, mm-hmm. um, what's there more left to do? Uh, prayer is so powerful. And exactly. Plus, yes. Plus, also, you can, you, can, you can say whatever you want. I mean, I, I am encouraging my students to pray more because um, we... All of us come from different backgrounds. All of us mm-hmm. have have different situations at home. 
and um, no one is exempted from depression, the mental health issues. So um, let us be with, be there for each other. You know, listening and um, just, understanding. Yeah, understanding, giving, giving help, giving a hand, mm-hmm. because um, it's truly, it's truly a different time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To close this beautiful conversation I had with you, Cheryl, um, mm-hmm. what is one thing, one big thing that you realize in this pandemic as a teacher? As a teacher, um, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I'm still very blessed and privileged that I am in this profession. Because um, I still feel that I am important, and I can I can still give my best to my student given this situation, given this setup. I realize that um, no matter how hard things are, no matter how you wish things to turn out differently. You just have to accept because um, we are here, and um, as long as as long as um, a lot of people are still getting infected, um, there is hope. But we have to accept that at, at this point, we're still going to be in this situation. So, mm-hmm. actually, I realized a lot of things in so many. In so many in so many aspects of mm-hmm. my of my life, but <laughs> as a teacher, I can I I should be honest that sometimes I wish for an academic break because of you know yes. everything. Yes, yes, I wish that too. But but I I think of my students. I think of their parents who are doing everything they can. To send their their kids to school, mm-hmm. and I think and I see also the people who are relying to me. Um, I can never stop. If I tell my students that they should always be hungry for learning, then mm-hmm. I should always be there <laughs> to teach them. Also, <laughs> it's just that it's just that sometimes. You know, you want to be honest with yourself, and um, no one is exempted from this pandemic. And yes. uh, we really have to take care of our mental health. Mm-hmm. This is this is that that is also one major realization that I have because mm-hmm. before I have never thought of mental health. Actually, I didn't even know that mental health. You know, when you coin those two words, exist mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you, you are my student, you are my mm-hmm. student, and now you're my friend. Remember, remember those times that you know when life is there's a balance. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I suppose this is one of the message of this pandemic that that it's really very important that you that you uh, talk to other people, that you exactly. uh, socialize. Yes, that is. That is one major realization for me. Now I know how important it is to maintain my mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How important it is to have that. Um, we have heard about the term touch therapy, right, Miss? 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's very important that you send a hug to your yes, friends. Yes, yes. And right now, we just have no choice. We we just can't do that right now. So yeah. we have to make up for that for that thing that we lost in some mm-hmm. other ways. But socialization should always be there. And thankfully, we have technology, and we yes. should use that to nurture our mental health rather than. Um, how do I say this? Rather than taking yourself out mm-hmm. of touch with other people, then yeah. use it to... I like that word. And then use it to have that balance. I know yeah. all of our balance, the world lost its balance when this pandemic happened. But yeah. we have... But as human beings, we have to adapt ourselves to regain that new kind of balance. That new balance that would... Um, make us adapt more to this new thing that is happening in this world and when we master that new balance just in case we would be fortunate enough that we end this pandemic we can we can still bring that learning and that new balance and all of those realizations with us in that old normal hopefully it would still come <laughs> yes um Every day, I tell myself, I tell my students, there's an end to this. It will end because centuries ago, we have witnessed a pandemic and we're mm-hmm. able to pull through. So, mm-hmm. we will pull this. We will pull, we will be able to pull this through also. We will, we will be able to overcome this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this too shall pass. That's what, that's what I always tell to my students. And I needed those words to miss. <laughs> sometimes, yes. especially, Mom Cheryl, you You're understand working, this living. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah, and living mm-hmm. in the Philippines, we just can't find hope anymore. We just, we just actually, can't. Actually, that's uh, right. <laughs> yes, because um, actually, if we are not in this situation, mm-hmm. face-to-face classes is almost feasible in other countries. It <laughs> is already happening. Yes, so it's like, it's like, this talk is about this and then the other countries are you know enjoying <laughs> they are enjoying already Absolutely. it's really sad yeah yeah it's really sad it's really it, sad yes if you're listening right now and you're living in another country we're not saying that you're very lucky than us but mm. what we're saying is that being in the philippines it's just I can't say that it is a different situation because all of us have been on this situation that we are in right now. But mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that you, uh, you feel lucky right mm-hmm. now because at least you had steps out of it because yes. us, we're still yes. there. <laughs> we're yes. still down here. <laughs> Actually, uh, I just I just took a peek of Twitter and I, mm-hmm. I, I saw in the news that it says that Australia is almost out of COVID mm-hmm. and yet they are not not opening their borders, you know, as way <laughs> of protection. So it's that's, like, that's the best protection. Yes, yes. I think so. Especially <laughs> that all of their citizens complied enough mm-hmm. and they were good citizens to follow whatever rules that were set to them. And I think it is just rightful that the, their government would all of the measures to protect their citizens now that they have followed and complied. Yes, we have, we have, we are witnesses to it. So 
Yep. Um, Kaya, oh, I, sp- I spoke Tagalog. But we have this word, Ma'am Cheryl. All we can say is sana all. Yes. That that expression has become so so uh, fam- famous that sometimes my students will say China oil or sana oil. And, and sana oil, China oil. Yes. It's like, yeah. Uh, we're... Prayers are powerful, so we really have to pray. Yes, <laughs> exactly, ma- mom. Because yes. uh, when when all hope is over, like yes. most of us are feeling right now, there's always prayer. I know it's just words. I know you you will just close your eyes and talk to God, but yes. it works wonders, especially yes. if that's the only thing you can do right now. Yes, but I'm also encouraging my students to vote. I'm asking them to register mm-hmm. so that. I I always tell them you are the future of this generation. We might be gone and you're still here. So you have to yes. take care of you have to take care of things when, mm-hmm. when we are gone. So you have to be responsible. So exactly. that's what, that's what I'm telling them. Yes. And I am happy that most of them are already registered and most of them are aware of our situation. That that is the most important. That is yeah. very important because, as we all know, some of us are still not aware, <laughs> um, even if everything is in their faces right now. But it's really good. It's really good that even the young, I'm seeing a larger number of younger people right now, being yes. more aware of what is happening, and that gives me hope, Monsieur. That gives yes. me a lot of hope. We can never run out of hope. <laughs> Um, it's it's like <laughs> it's like um, like personally for me, uh, I've been teaching for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like um, the change that I would be able to um, to uh, give uh, the power that I have in my hands to influence my students to do good mm-hmm. and be good citizens of this country, uh, it would really. Mm, be tantamount to uh, not success but the sense of fulfillment that I will have you know would be mm-hmm. leveled up if I see these students my students and if I see uh, these people you know making change in our country exactly yes exactly and living in a better country yes because, than what we are having right yes. now yes everyone deserves to be to be in a country where you know um, you are nurtured, you are taken mm-hmm. care of, taken care of. Yes. So let us let us <laughs> keep hoping, <laughs> keep mm-hmm. praying, keep praying. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Mom Cheryl. We have Thank learned so, much. so much from you. Seven. Thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> I'm really happy. It's always been. A good time to converse with you. Oh, thank you so much, Mom Cheryl. I really need this. My my weekly dose of Mom Cheryl. Yes, and hopefully, it's... and I am very sure that our listeners are very happy with their first dose of Mom Cheryl. Yes, thank you so much. It's my, <laughs> it's my privilege. <laughs> All right. Again, thank you so much, Mom Cheryl. I hope we can have you again very very soon because yeah. again i'm very thankful you've always been very supportive of everything i do and you're a very big treasure in my life 
Oh, that is. Thank you so much. That is so heartwarming to know. But you know <laughs> that I always, I will always support you. Oh. <laughs> you have this like um thing about um interest and um hobbies or whatever it is that binds us. You know, it's like. It's like automatic. So I see your. <laughs> Thank you so much. Maybe it's because of your passion, passion oh. in everything. So um, <laughs> a I lot mean, of passion. Oh, you can always put your passion anywhere. And um, you are, you are, um, versatile. You are versatile. Oh, I yes, love that. That's the thing. So, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Cheryl, one last question mm-hmm. for the sake of. For the sake of me, Michelle, mm-hmm. can you give me one? I know you've had thousands of students already, mm-hmm. or surely it's a hundred thousand students, mm-hmm. or almost hundred thousand. Um, can you give me something that you remember when I was still your student? I mean, we had a lot of memories when we were already friends, when we were co-teachers. But as a student, can you remember something? When I was still your student, I remember you being you. Oh, um, I mean, um, you were always you. Like uh, you were not acting to impress, or you were not uh, because I was your panel during your thesis, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I forgot that, that. Yes, that was one notable defense that I witnessed. I admire your. Confidence. Um, I admire your um, being able to relate with your groupmates and uh, just you being you. Yes, oh, that's, that's that's what I really remember. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, again, you're welcome. From- from Steven Zone again. Thank you very much for accepting this very first interview session. And it's with mm-hmm. you, of course. I had um I had a lot of choices in my mind, but of course it's it's really Mom Cheryl that would always stand out because I know you mm-hmm. have a lot to share. And I am I would like to share everything that you want to share to all of our listeners. Thank you so much. And I would have to say congratulations on this uh, venture. I think this will really, really be very effective, very mm-hmm. uh, helpful. So you just you just continue, you know, uh, with your passion and you just um, do whatever you want to do. So thank you so much. It. Thank you so much, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope a lot of listeners would um, be fond of listening no matter what topic we I would be sharing or we would be sharing. Also, my future interviews would be sharing too. Thank yes. you, Cheryl. Thank you so much and you're welcome. Bye. Anytime. Thank Bye. You so I would like to thank Mom Cheryl Camantigue for giving us the honor of voicing out her beautiful opinions and experiences and sharing them to all of us what she thinks about education in this time of pandemic before i leave let me share you a quote from bill gates he said technology is just a tool 
in terms of getting the kids to work together and motivating them, the teacher is the most important. I hope you enjoyed this episode and looking forward to having you again on the next. I am Stevenson Q. Make sure to follow Steven Zone here on Spotify so you won't miss out on any of our episodes. Stay safe, stay strong.